0: Meryl Lee.
1: Good morning. Good
0: morning. (laughs) Hi.
1: You know, it's always weird when it connects because when I I hit, you know, connect with her, it takes me over to my own podcast. Well,
0: that might be more interesting. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, and then I have to get out and try again, but um, how are you?
0: I'm fine. I'm, I'm, um, I had this epiphany this morning. I'm thinking about you in some form of the second law of thermodynamics. I have to somehow figure out a way to wrap you up in science. I don't know. You know, that's why I keep going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Why?
0: (laughs) Well, because I mean, I was, because you keep, I'm driving North up 20th this morning and I'm coming to a stop. And there you are on the side of a building, you know, God Wins or whatever that sign says. Mm. And I'm thinking, and it's a brand new sign. It's just fresh. It wasn't there yesterday. You know, somebody put the sign up after our last podcast. Somebody put up the sign. They probably knew I was going to drive past there and see it. (laughs) Some insidious, you know, back alley guy who I'll show him. Or maybe it was just God showed up, or maybe you passed by. I don't know, but there's this God wins sign looking right at me this morning.
1: Well, you know, and we are living the Truman Show, so you know, it's all yeah. But
0: that was it. That was directed. I mean, that was you know, yeah. I get it, but I think I think what's I think what happens. Did you want to say anything? By the way, I'm just talking.
1: No, go ahead right ahead. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> in in, I think you're. I think you're a form of. Of, I, I think you're a kind of a disruptive part of a stable state. You're like, you're like, entropy. Um, let's use, let's use energy as an example. Um. In in high entropy, that would be, where everything is. Um, sort of mixed up. Uh, let's say that your house is the universe, or my house, or any house, in the universe. And as you sit in the house, you'll notice that that um, you've got stuff everywhere. You've got shoes in every room. You forgot to when you went to the grocery store. You left the eggs in the bathroom. Uh, you've got, you've got. You know, books on the stairs. You've you've got half of the half of the lawnmower in the garage, and the other half is in the kitchen table um, stuff. Just blah. Okay, that's yeah. high entropy. That's high entropy. Um, let's say that when you first bought the house, and everything came in boxes, and the boxes were brought in by beacons, and the People set them up in very nice, orderly thing. That's that's low entropy. Okay. All right. So one is high entropy, one is low entropy, and the one is all over the place. All right.
1: Okay.
0: To change that requires energy.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. You have to expand. You have to expend the the amount of low energy available to start to turn it into high energy. So as yeah. you unpack the furniture. So, now let's say that you're God and you're the one sitting in this entropy state and deciding how you want to change things. And you start to unpack the furniture, which is your creation, to go from low entropy to high entropy. But uh-huh. you're dissipating, but the energy is transferring. So, the state is never stable. It's never stable. Okay. Because the energy is moving back and forth. Yeah. Now, is there a point where you, as God, get fed up with this job and decide you don't want to do it anymore?
1: No. And the reason why is because I'm the creator. So, basically, I'm adding details to the canvas, right? And I'm enjoying what I do because it's all beautiful and perfect. But I've given all the things that I've created free will to do what you want. And so, yeah, it's disorganized and it's not as pretty as I, you know, plan it to be and everything, but I keep dropping in and adding more color and this and that. And I go around and it's just always beautiful for me. It's only, it's only us, you know, who, um, are distracted so easily by nonsense that our world becomes chaotic you know, we we place importance on things that aren't important.
0: But in this case, chaos is not chaos is considered a stable state. Let's say that I'm because the more you mix it up, the more stable it becomes, as opposed to orderly. Let's say that I'm the devil and I start moving the furniture around when you're at work. Okay. Then you come home. Now that's forcing you into more more energy. hmm But you but the energy is going the wrong way because what you're looking for. What, you're look, well, you're, what you should be looking for in this scenario, I suppose, is a high entropy state. That is where everything, where no matter where you look, you have just about the stable mix of stuff. Everything is kind of mixed up. The eggs is okay if the eggs were in the bathroom, it's okay, whatever. All this stuff is mixed up in such a way that if you cut your house in half, you'd have just about the same amount of... Entropy in each side, but of the laws, of the laws, the second law of thermodynamics, which is entropy, is the only one that is not fixed in the eyes of science. It's the only one that's a variable because of the way entropy works. You'll see it when you when you make a uh, mix up a uh, uh, a black Russian. Where stuff you know you you it it's it stays in stables it's low it's low entropy when you first mix it up and you start to mix it up with a straw becomes high entropy
1: mm-hmm.
0: because all those molecules mix up together okay all right, so that's the that's a barroom example, which is what I'm most familiar with
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: all right, so um, so I'm thinking that that you that that, you're, that you are, that you and your buddy God are a constant case of supply chain management. Uh, and that neither one of you can predict what's going on. You are just working with stuff all the time. But the universe is separate from the deities that run around trying to police it. And that God is not the final answer he's just a good supervisor and there's more to it than that
1: i'm not sure i'm understanding the whole thing but that one line that god is not the final answer i'd have to disagree
0: (laughs) i knew you would i (laughs) I mean you want to keep notes (laughs) she'll disagree here check
1: (laughs) yeah god is always the answer God is God, always the answer hmm. yeah
0: God, God God is God is like a birth certificate you know he's the he's the mental no. he's the oh invented God. ticket in He's the invented <laughs> ticket in How
1: dare you how dare <laughs> you say that? <laughs> that is so not true. oh gosh, he's the invented ticket in yeah oh, God. John. <laughs> No. No, no. No. Um, <clears throat>
0: hmm. uh, we're no. much I think I think we're missing the really the higher orders here. And the whole God business is uh just a you know, not I mean, they're frontline players, but I mean that's it. No C, no there's no C suite players there. We haven't got there. Mhm.
1: Well, you know, I mean if we were gonna <laughs> put God in an analogy, obviously God is is earth as we know it, you know, the topography, what the the landscape, the everything, the, it's everything, and if there was not one uh, anything uh, messing it up for us, you know, uh, then there was only one shack, one shack, <laughs> and you needed to take it in <laughs> that's everything but God, you know
0: do you have breakfast this morning?
1: No, actually I'm having my lemon water with cayenne pepper.
0: Oh, cayenne. I forgot to take my cayenne pepper. Mm. Yeah. I guess maybe I ran out. I
1: don't know. As you were telling me this whole thing. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at my drink and I'm I'm following what you're saying because when I stir it up, the cayenne pepper goes all in the lemon water and everything. <laughs> <laughs> When it stops, all the pepper goes down to the bottom of the glass.
0: Yeah, that's that's the that's God hypothesis right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really think that the 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 cognitive dissonance between people who maybe don't believe in God or even do, but it's the idea of the word. The word is the hangup. The word God is a hangup. Because we're we're thinking of it as God, as a deity, as a being, as a, you know, as the figure of Jesus or, you know, whatever you believe in. And so what it does is it, it makes this this energy field human. And it's not that. Love is God. So we have to look at what love is. And if I ask anybody on the street what love is, they can't put it in a nutshell. They can't do it. That's why you
0: get do the right thing. That's that's why people come up with new, yeah, I know, but that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons.
1: Yeah. You know, so it's like, if you, you can't tell me what love is, how can you stand on your soapbox preaching about God and God is always good and, you know, say your prayers and all this other stuff. What is the foundation of all this? Why? Why are you doing this? what do you believe in this is where science comes in you have to understand how science works and and how to bridge that to the idea of god see it's easy if, when you um, talk about
0: love well i i still i i still believe that 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 we're dealing with states okay states in the in a more universal term, but states, unsteady states, steady states. God is a state. We're all states with some sort of activity and we never get lesser than, we always get more than. Our states are always increasing somehow. Either through organization, disorganization I mean through disorganization, which becomes an increase in the state, or or something.
1: Are you talking about a um, state of being?
0: Well, the state of being, being the expanding of the universe, for example, uh, or if the universe is not expanding, there's new theories coming on now that the universe is not expanding. We, we thought it was for a long time. Big Bang, you know, gets, blows up and keeps going faster and faster and faster. The theory was that eventually the sky would disappear because you'd not you'd lose track of all the stars because they would have, you'd go away and you'd end up in this infinite blackness. That's crazy. Well, that's now changing too. Don't say course. crazy. Don't say crazy.
1: Well, you say know why? Because that's, that's man, again, trying to find the edge and coming up with his own conclusion about the end. It's like, come on. Instead of, it's like you're blowing it up, blowing it up, getting bigger and deeper and into it. And this and that. Why don't you simplify? Go the other way. You know, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back to you.
0: Well, then it implodes and you become a black hole.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, life becomes a dream. You know, when we're too far out there, you know, trying to find an
0: answers. What song is that? Life is but a dream. Hippie, hoppity, whatever. Row your boat? Yeah, yeah. Row row your boat, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever floats your boat is what I say. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you
1: now, know but, Okay, go ahead. No,
0: no, I'm I'm listening. I want to listen to you. No, I
1: times. I don't want to get off track because we could definitely very easily do that.
0: What are you talking about, me?
1: No, I'm just saying that <laughs> you know one thing trails off to another. Yeah. Without maybe making a point. Yeah. So I what
0: you're doing? Do what so what you ended your conversation with was that we're going to re- reduce the universe and put it in a box. Right. And
1: we're going to simplify the complexity of love, and put it in a box. Yes. So that we can understand it so that if I can take, you know, the, you know, a glass full of the ocean and we can look at it, define it, understand it, and then apply it to the whole thing.
0: So let's say you're now in your new house and Beacons has arrived and they've got boxes. You got 15 boxes in there and one of them is love. Okay. It's come in your box. You ordered it from Amazon,
1: mm.
0: and love has arrived. Mm. If you open the box, would you like that box to spread itself around the house, or do you just want to have love in that three-foot square area?
1: Mm. Well, it's like if you open up, open it. It's like a um, it's fumes, <laughs> and they permeate everything. <laughs>
0: Okay, so now your house is smelly with love, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's infectious and it clings on and everybody wants it and you're trying to follow the smell and you can't identify it. Where did it start? I don't know, but where is it? You're but that's, to not getting, it?
0: that's not getting smaller, that's getting bigger. Right, but it started in the box. So we have to get it in the box before we can un- we can cut the string off the box and open yeah, it up. And let's then...
1: let's simplify it, that's right.
0: Okay, okay, but I think that's just uh, that's just the 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 bulbous compression expansion.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh gosh, you know, can we be any more vague? <laughs> <laughs> this is not helping. This is not helping anybody. This, you know, love and love has order, and it's. When we put the order to the test, then life becomes a dream. And you can put that order to any test, to any situation, at any time.
0: But order by definition is, is less effective than lack of order. You want, you want high entropy. Every, the world is going toward high entropy. It wants to be disordered. It wants to mix itself up. It wants to commingle. that's high entropy, that's disorder.
1: And this right here is called um, a lack of communication. So what you're doing is you're talking about something completely different, the idea that you have in your head, compared to the idea that I'm talking about in my head. So as we exchange, we're talking about two different things. And this is why there's a lack of communication and um, a foundational understanding. So love, there's no boundaries to love, no boundary at all. It, it, and it proliferates, it, it keeps going, it, it's you see it in every living organism. It's a beautiful thing and we don't want to be controlled. We don't want that. We want to expand, we want freedom, we want to be able to do what we want to do and create all that our heart desires. This is absolutely true, right?
0: No, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, maybe, but no. <laughs> maybe. I think what you're what you're doing, what you just did, is you just moved love outside the uh, the. Uh, you moved love outside of reality. If re- reality is stuff that that are that's a hypothesis that can be demonstrated in some way
1: okay give me an example let's get
0: real well the universe can be demonstrated in such a way visually i mean you can see it you can measure it you can you know you can you can hold it in your hand you can do all kinds of stuff with it right do all that um god love emotions what that stuff are in some ways measurable sine wave functions of the interaction of mass in your body their are electric charges buzzing back and forth based on your, the, the hemiostatic balance of your body, which becomes a frequency, which becomes part of the why do not see him the no of the universe, which people call consciousness, maybe. The, the, no matter what I talk about in any context, God or love somehow is removed from that in your argument and yet is always there it's never not there but it's never there
1: how could it ever be removed that, that that's impossible well because
0: because i can't i can't i am not, i'm not able to demonstrate that it exists we're only able to talk about it no more than any, any more than god
1: okay <clears throat> and this is why Literally, the only way to prove it is to become it.
0: And you because, said that yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the only way trying
0: to... Yeah. Yes. Well, no, I mean, that, that, was your, that, was, that was the foundation of yesterday's hour, mm-hmm. was that, that uh, you had to become what the argument was if you didn't. And that's when I finally said that, you know, the difference between you and me is that I'm always... I am the one that has just enough of a flaw... I'm just flawed enough <laughs> <laughs> to not reach your level. Mm, you know, I don't know what a what a what a wonderful position to be in mm. to know that you're unattainable.
1: But that's love. You that's just it. It's like you you know for the for the researcher and the scientist. You know, and the biologist, whatever you're looking under a microscope, you're you're really trying to figure out what the heck it is, and analyze it, and you can't see it in the world. Where is it? Where does it exist?
0: Well, I'm seeing. I'm just seeing, just like you are. I think that I think that it's it's the reason for everything. I I think that the, we're dancing with the with the nomenclature, um, with with the vernacular. We're not dancing with the actuality. So. I can sit here and, and discuss the messy house versus the orderly house versus the whatever. Uh, I'm And as, as I sit in my office right now, I'm in a high state of entropy. I've got shit everywhere. You know, I've just got crap coming off the walls and down mm-hmm. and around. And, so I'm in a very ordered state. If God were with me right now, and I presume he is, he would be delighted. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have to do a lot of work in my office. To Mm -hmm. order the state, it's already gotten to the point of high entropy. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the arrow of time. That's what we're trying to get to. Universally, using the term universe as all that exists, we're trying to get to a high state of entropy. As opposed to order. Order is how it began. It began with order. And it ends with disorder in its highest state. So if that's the end is high state disorder,
1: then <clears throat> mm-hmm. where are we? You know, so here's the visual that I get as you're explaining to me. You know how we see all these, well, you may not be on Instagram, but, you know, there's they show these very modern rooms, houses that you walk in and it's cold. You know, it's very clean. The sheets are tight. There's just, everything is placed just so. There's not any junk. There's no personality. It's just color, plant here, uh, you know, whatever. It's it's very, very modern. And you're like, oh, and you look at it because it looks peaceful because there's no junk. There's no disorder. But to your, you know, to your talk here, when you're saying it starts with order, it starts like that. But once I move in, well, I'm starting to think. I move around. I need things. I need my books. I need my pens. I need, you know, I just keep needing and hoarding. And it becomes more and more messy <laughs> in my creative state. Yes. Yeah.
0: You're going toward high entropy. Right. Yes, you are.
1: Yeah. And so when you see, you know, that, that library or room that just has the papers and the books and the this and the that and it's like oh my god what's going on at some point you have to clean it out so that you can clean out your mind and and order it again somehow you know even with all the stuff you've got to empty out and start over again in order to continue to create but when you're living in it is in that the-
0: god saying john you have to clean your room <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably because I think at some point you're you're just you're uh, it's so heavy. The weight is so heavy now with all the creativity, all the thoughts, all the things that you meant to do, the idea that you had, you know, that you wrote down the the book that you opened up, you meant to read, and you have a highlighter, but it's still sitting there. You know, it just starts to add up, add up till finally you you, you lose yourself and you're like, I, I forget it. You got to start over again and close the book, put the highlighter away, you know, throw the piece of paper away, wipe down your board and start over.
0: But that's taking one takes the energy from the other. If if that whole picture, be it order or disorder, represents a certain amount of energy Mm. and you're moving the energy back and forth as you do that. Mm-hmm. So one one loses energy as one gains energy. So the house itself, if that's the block of energy we're talking about, as you make it more orderly, you take the energy away from the disorder. As the disorder creeps in, it takes the energy away from the order. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the sure. order. That's the energy passing back and forth. Sure. But
1: <clears throat> what's interesting about that, I find that the, the disorder will grow and grow and grow with all your ideas and creativities, if allowed, you know, if you're not busy doing things that don't matter, but if that creativity is, you know, there's one more thing, one more thing, and then you clear it all out. The one thing, the one thing, the priority will stick out. You'll remember that. And then you get something done. And that's when accomplishment comes in, you know, the book gets finished.
0: When you, when you essentially uncover it so you can focus on. Yeah. Focus it because it was hiding underneath your slippers and your robe or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Or,
1: you know, under a big to-do list, you know, and then you've got this to-do list, but, you know, (laughs) life walks in and says you still have to, you know, give the dog a bath. No.
0: No, I lose things. I mean, I lose things. I get, I get angry about loss or theft when I've, I've lost it myself. Nobody took it.
1: Yeah. It's yeah.
0: lost in my own kerfuffle. Yeah. By the way, I just want you to know um one benchmark thing that happened today.
1: What's that? Already?
0: Uh well, yeah, since we've known each other. Since we one in one thing happened to me today that's never happened in our relationship that's germane to our
1: relationship.
0: You know what that was? What I found a penny. <gasps> wow,
1: what, mm-hmm. how, where, what <laughs> <laughs> do <you> tell?
0: <laughs> yeah, I found a penny. Uh, it was, I mean, it was at a location it was in the northern part of Seattle. Um, up yep, on, um, 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 well, you know, it's, I mean, it's just north.
1: Um uh, in northern part of the city, okay um do you remember what you were thinking about when you found it
0: uh no I, well, I have to think about- I didn't think about thinking about it, therefore, I'd have to think about it, which is interesting um, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. um, but it's not just any penny. It was there was a woman walking away from where I saw it. I got out of my truck, picked it up, walked toward it, and this woman is walking. She must have been, I don't know. She was older, I and mean, she didn't drop the penny because it had been where I found it long enough. But, but I that was the visual, you know, her walking away. She was sort of hunched over. She was an older woman. She was with a cane. Um, ta-da. But the penny, the penny is a wheat 1944.
1: Wow. Wow. A wheat 1944.
0: Did you that's look it just up? Not, that's just, no, but I know it's going to be worth a couple bucks. That's not just any penny I found
1: today. No, no. So
0: I started out really well.
1: Yeah, you did. It's a confirmation.
0: I was on Holman, yeah, I was on Holman Road, and uh, somewhere along Holman Road, that's where I was. Yeah. Anyway, that's just I just wanted to tell you that. Uh, so I'm putting the penny in a box in my love box, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it a, a designation of low entropy. Mm-hmm. What I expect is high entropy. So when I open the box again I want several pennies in there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right. Enough of the penny.
1: Well, so you know, somebody might be thinking, What's the big deal about a penny? <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's it, that's inside information, I guess, between us. But yeah. Well you can talk about it if you want. Go ahead, talk about it.
1: Well, you know, for me, it's literally signs from the universe. I've set up a communication system to where, you know, it's a, it's a chain of of events. It's like somebody's calling. It's like, oh, you're calling. So I pick up and I answer. So what, um, you know, when walking the dogs, whatever it is I'm doing wherever I am and my mind's going and I'm thinking, And it could be a moment of indecision. It could be a moment of endearment, you know, um, anything. And then all of a sudden my penny shows up. And it's just the most amazing thing for me. And I'm like, gosh, dang, you're just so on time. And I find pennies. I found so many pennies where I live in a very short distance that I know the people are not picking up. They don't get it. And it's uncanny how I can pick up this penny, know what I thought about, and then come back and put it in my book, and I get the message. So not only do I get confirmation about what I was thinking about in the moment, but then later I get to come back and put it in my book. In you know, the pennies.
0: Okay, hmm. I know. Hmm. I know. Now I just figured it out. What? Well, <clears throat> on my way to Holman Road. It's when I bumped into Love Wins or whatever that sign was.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> and I drive up to Alvin Road, get out of my truck, and there's the penny. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That there was it. it is. Yeah. There's your
1: message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so now we're going to take it a little further because what I do is I know what is happening when I find the penny. So, like, you just connected the dots right now. And the more often we can connect those dots, the higher our frequency, the more frequent it becomes. So now you're in communication with the universe, and you know you're on the right track.
0: I'm that means you that you I <laughs> you know, I bought your dictionary, sort of. Huh?
1: Yeah. 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 That's what frequency is all about. So, you know, while people are doing... You know, videos about vibration and you know manifestation and frequency and stuff. You know, I don't think that that um, people who are just starting to understand this stuff really get it. But clearly, even the people who are who are making money off of the idea, who are selling their packages and all this stuff, and manifest now. Yeah, we're going to manifest your you know your pocketbook because. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good that's a good plan let's do that
1: <laughs> right, exactly and uh it's, it's like no if you're not teaching love you're not doing it right you're not doing it right because even though you know we are antennas that pick up and send out signals this is true but without self-awareness you have no idea what you're doing you have no idea it's like telling somebody, you know, just to get in the car blindfold and start driving. Believe me, you'll get there. You'll get there. Just drive. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. And love is at the foundation of all of it.
0: I still want love to be a part of a of a uh, force field.
1: It is the force field. That's exactly what it is. Well, it's and the you whole can force field.
0: I mean, you, you keep saying it's the whole ball game. It's everything. Yeah. But if it but I mean but, but that's at the expense of everything else. What do you mean? Well I mean if you use love in your context from my perspective, you don't need anything. That's, that's right. It. That's right. Well it's just way too simple.
1: Exactly. Exactly. No wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea.
1: <laughs> it is so simple. And we complicate the heck out of it, and this is why there. You know, we are where we are. It's so simple. Start shedding all that you don't need and get to the root of it. It's just love. It's just love. And you know, and remember when uh, somebody had made a comment that if, if love and curiosity, if it were just love and curiosity, it would be easy or something like that, and. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. It, what, he said, wouldn't it be nice if it was that easy?
1: It is yeah. that easy.
0: It
1: is. Yeah. It is, but first you have to learn how to ride the bike. You know, it's not easy if you don't know how to ride the bike. So let me teach you how to ride the bike. And then you're going to be like, I can do this with my eyes closed. I can, I don't even have to hold the handlebars. As a matter of fact, I can do pop a wheelie right down the street with the blindfold. It's so damn easy. Yeah, you're right. It's a very, very easy, but you got to learn what you're doing and that's why we need an education. We've been winging it.
0: But the education in this context is learning the process of how to manage how to are, are you managing love in this case? Then?
1: Purposefully loving. Purpose with purpose. Yeah.
0: Is that called manipulating the rules? Knowing the rules, you know how to break them effectively? Mm. Remember we were quoting the Dalai Lama there.
1: I know. Um, I'm trying to put that in in perspective. You know, like where that would apply. Can't really think of anything at this moment. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. But basically, if you change the perspective from chasing, you know, success, chasing a dollar. You know, trying to stay on top of your bills, trying to, you know, trying to just provide while making sure everyone is fed and safe, you know, at the very least. You know, you got all your limbs about you. I can get you to school and back and go to bed and you've showered. You got some clothes, a little bit of entertainment. We're good. I got to go back to work. You know, that's just so small. It's not magical at all. So we want to, you know, if we want to cross over, first you have to want to. If you don't want to because you don't believe in it, well, it's not for you. You'll never get there. Are there tools that we can use?
0: Are there, are there actually physical tools to enhance love?
1: To... Physical? <laughs> Well, I mean, gifts, you know, when you buy a gift for somebody, that's typically like it makes both people feel good. So unless, a,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> unless of course, the one person expected something different and the other person failed to provide.
0: Then what happens?
1: You lose trust.
0: Oh, Over. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So that reminds me when I was younger. Um, I was, I think I was mm, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, and my boyfriend at the time, he, <clears throat> all he talked about was a promise ring. I want to get you a promise ring. I want to get you. A I'm like, okay, I mean, who's stopping you from getting your promise? That's fine, you know. And he would just talk about all the time. He was so excited. Well, Christmas came around, and guess what? I'm expecting. <laughs>
0: yeah i imagine yeah
1: (laughs) right and um so he finally makes it over and he's got this gift wrapped up and not very well you know it's not in a box or anything but he wrapped it and it's fine with me and i opened it up it was a jewelry box you know at the time it was really um well maybe now too but like the kind of a petrified wood remember where it was all glossy and they make stuff out of it Well, anyway it could have
0: been petrified wood yeah or whatever
1: Yeah. yeah I, whatever it was is a piece of wood and they had like six drawers in it and so I'm like oh that was clever <laughs> so I opened the one drawer no ring Open the second drawer no ring third drawer no ring by the time I got to the sixth drawer there's no ring and I'm like I look at him like what you know this mm-hmm. whole time you're talking about a ring and you get me a jewelry box with no ring <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, and, and so that type of thing, you're, there was a buildup. There was a promise. There was an expectation. And then there was, there was, um, you know, a failure on his part to provide it, come through with a promise and, uh, what he, what he, he created this expectation in me. And so all of that is wrong. And none of it is love. None of it. Number one, you don't know, make promises. If you're excited about something, if you want to get somebody something, just do it. Do it or don't do it, but don't make promises about it. You know, that's because you set up an expectation. Number two, don't have expectations. It doesn't matter who people are, what they say they're going to do, whatever. You got to live your life from day to day just doing you and let the chips fall where they may. Do not expect people to come through. And don't expect them to understand what you want. Don't expect them to understand what you're saying. Don't expect them to do the right thing. Don't expect them to do anything. It's only for you, so drop all those things. And number three, when he failed to provide what he promised, it he got mad because he didn't understand why I was not being grateful. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and now I'm the bad guy because I'm not grateful. You see, and it's like okay, and it's not about. But, I mean,
0: no. did you set yourself up for that because you because you're saying not to expect anything anyway.
1: Exactly. But I'm talking about so I'm I'm kind of going back and forth. There's the okay. rules of the game. Okay, and the rules of the game, I'm telling you right now, don't make promises, don't have expectations. Right. And um, you have to fulfill what you say. You have to maintain your integrity. Mm -hmm. In order to maintain trust and all of those things were broken in that moment. So, yeah, I was a kid. I was 18 years old. Of course, I'm going to expect what he keeps telling me he wants to provide.
0: Oh, yeah, that age helps, too, because you were you were old enough to expect the ring if you were six yeah. years old it'd be different but you were 18 right yeah okay so that's that That enhances the whole thing
1: mm-hmm. and, and, and people it, I'm talking about my 18 year old self but you know people of all ages have expectations for a lot of things they do not realize they're expecting you know I'm expecting you to throw out the trash because it's full I'm expecting you to do that. I'm expecting you to wash my car when it's dirty. I'm not telling you that, but I'm expecting it. And when it's I'm not gonna, done, I get angry.
0: I'm going to call my publisher as soon as we hang up and say, I'm expecting you to sell 20 million copies of
1: my book. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but it's, it's that type of thing where we keep, you know, putting our expectations on other people. And one, they don't know. So, you know, you're setting them up for failure. And number 2, you're setting yourself up for failure because you can't expect anything from anyone. You know, you don't know where their heads at, where their pocketbook is at, you know, if their desire is there. You just don't know. So give yourself a break and let that go.
0: And what do you replace it with? Don't say love. Come up with something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, so what do you replace it with? Um we have to look at in terms of I was expecting you to do something right so I'm looking at the trash and I'm saying you need to do that and I'm not going to do it it's going to fester and and just boil my blood if you keep walking by the trash and it's not getting done you're just totally ignoring it because you're over there you know creating chaos in your room I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's called high entropy. That's, yeah, the, so. that's the second law of thermodynamics. Okay. Let's, try it, let's, try the, let's try it up the vernacular here. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and then, you know, so I'm over there going, why the heck does he throw away the trash? He knows it's full and I don't want to do it. I'm tired of doing things. and So I'm hyping myself up. I'm mad. I'm so mad. Okay. But for all I know, You know, you got something going on in your head that you're planning something for me or, you know, you're looking at your budget because you're about to go buy something for me or whatever. But I'm so mad because I've worked myself up. You know, here's here's the thing, though. I'll throw away the trash and I can let it go and go do something else. But that's not enough. See, because I asked you to pick something up. You didn't go to the store. You didn't put your shoes away. You still have a mess. So it's not just about the trash. It's about your lack of involvement in the house. So, so it equates to you don't respect me.
0: Well, how effective do I have to be then to maintain my mess as it is and still be loved? Mm, or maybe gotta... just I'm being rejected. Not, maybe no. I'll just be rejected.
1: No, it's it's um it's an awareness. It's a communication. You have to communicate. So the one thing that you know women don't want to do is constantly be re- reminding a man of what he needs to do. Women want to say, "What? to do your own gas? And don't you pay?" why can't you rub well why can't you why, there's, they're looking for equality you know why can't you do that then they really don't understand the beauty of being a man really don't because when he steps up into his manhood she frees her. She she's able to bloom and be herself and she's free to love him unconditionally with other beautiful things things that he really does want you know, like, so instead of being a nag about the trash, she's answering the door, you know, and I don't know, <laughs> in something sexy. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay.
1: You know, and greeting him and saying, come in and, you know, whatever, ripping his clothes off. And, he, and instead he's going... John, are
0: you there? I just lost the signal.
1: Yeah, you know why? Because my phone ring. I don't like that. All I mean. right, but anyway, um, if it, that you know, while he's wondering why she doesn't do loving things or be her best self or be sexy for him or want to rip his clothes off or do any of the stuff that he wishes she would be. It's literally because she can't. She has to put the pants on and be a man. She feels disrespected, and so, you know that that passion is gone. It is. He has to understand how to water the garden.
0: Do you think that happens to all relationships as yep. they grow older?
1: Yeah. Well, not all, but I can't say all. But, there are plenty of people out there, you know, who still do nice things for each other and are very considerate of each other mindful you know and and um they want to do something sexy because they're not judged you know they're not ridiculed demeaned you know if i don't have anything to do i have no interests i have no friends who do you think all of that energy is going to be pointed to my husband What are you doing? Where were you? What are you thinking about? What are you going to throw out the trash? Why are you sitting down? There's a million things to do. You know, she's constantly focused on him and finding fault in him, you know, and she doesn't like him. She's building up this story about him. There's no energy. There's no, there's no life of her own she she herself is the energy that she has stored in her is not being expressed that creative being of love
0: so should she just go get a job
1: not necessarily no no um she has to start being self aware it's not about a job it's about going within You know, you just sit there and you go, why am I doing this? Why am I picking on him? Why do I hate him so much? Why am I finding so much fault? Where did it begin? I'll tell you where it began. You lost trust. Somewhere along the line, probably years prior, probably even before you got married, you lost trust. But you didn't recognize it, so you went ahead and got married anyway. And what happens is you, the mind has a way of just saying, well, you know, relationships are difficult and you just have to deal with it. And we made a promise, so we're going to do this. And you show up and you be nice. But the passion you know, when, is gone.
0: Then you do that for, what, 60, 70, 80 years? And then when your
1: Thank spouse you dies,
0: ahead. you say there was no better person in the world. I mean, is that how the world goes around? Is that we just honor the flaws and go with it?
1: You know... No, I th- no, 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 no. See, without self-awareness, I mean, we can go ahead that's and... That's
0: the reality. I mean, that's what happens.
1: It is what uh, happens. Yeah, that it is, is what we're happens. We're supposed to. That is what happens, but we're not supposed to do that, and we don't want to do that. Life is so much more fulfilling. You know, and here's the thing. When we start to really understand ourselves, have some self-awareness, challenge our thinking, our focus, what am I doing with my life? You know, why am I judging everybody so much? Why do I not like him or her? Why do I look at the TV and I'm judging these people and I'm looking at their teeth or how, how they're aging or how much they've changed or how much weight they've gained or how they're talking? I mean, just on and on and on. It's literally a sign of, I better look at the mirror. I, I really need to look in the mirror and ask myself, why am I doing this? And when you start, well, when you have a guide and you start to look at yourself and go, oh my God, I do all these things. That's when you start to humble yourself and appreciate the people who put up with you. The
0: husband is, who's is, yeah, still is, there. Is, is the guide to brown book with this? A- Gold Queen on the cover.
1: It could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look for that. <laughs> because you know, when you start seeing it yourself like, ah, shoot, ah, shoot, I just broke a rule. I just broke a rule. And to your question, like I think it was a few, a few talks ago, you know, does what did you say to me? Something like. Um, do all people feel bad around me or something like that? Remember, you yeah,
0: said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever make anybody feel good? Right.
1: <laughs> and you know what? It, and it's twofold because when they start realizing who they are and seeing themselves and if if they're allowing me to show them the rules that were just broken in any speech pattern they chose in each, whatever, whatever they're doing throughout the day. Then they start to take it personally, like I'm picking on them. And I have to say, I have to have permission. Do I have permission to show you what happened here? Let's not take it personally. We're going we're gonna to just show you what happened in the behavior. And um, if we can get past that and then start substituting with behaviors that are in line with love, what happens is the, the result they get in their own world change changes dramatically and that's when that trust in me really starts to start to build but then there's a love there it's like wow Marilyn, you did that for me and then they find themselves happy
0: <laughs> and that's where the find yourself happy with Marilee came along
1: that's right that's right mm. you know and, and um, if you get close enough you know, if you get close enough to see me operate throughout the day, and you know, if you're hanging out with me, I think that's a real eye, eye opener for people. Um, you know, that's when that's when I start to hear I want to be where you are, Marilee. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then they, they then you become addicted. Like you want more love in your life because it feels so good. And you realize, wow, it could always be like this. Yeah. It can always be like this. It doesn't matter what the adversity is. It just doesn't matter. You know, like who you're living with. How how wretched. Like if you're living with somebody who's wretched. And you're like, but I can't change them. You're not to change them. You've got to have the courage to change yourself. And that's hard.
0: Is that like a divorce decision? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Inevitably, yeah, because they already divorced years ago. You know what I'm saying? When the moment the trust is gone, it's game over. The inability to recognize that moment is the problem. We make allowances for people. You know, we take it upon ourselves and say, well, that was my fault, I guess. You know, I deserved it. Or, you know, and you don't want to be a failure at love. You don't want to be a failure at your marriage. You don't want to be a failure at all. And so it's easier to pretend to be successful behind closed doors. And that's it. But you live separate lives. I think
0: what we should do is um, get a um, like a lunchbox size box with a, um, let's say, a, a container of Febreze inside of it, air freshener.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> we'll call it the Lee box. Okay. You, you send that to somebody and they just put it in the house. Hmm. And um, when you open the box, the Febreze thing squirts. And the whole house begins to smell wonderful. Hmm. And that's, you can say, you can say... Uh, you know, I'm going to go open the Merrill Lee box if you don't take out the garbage. Right. <laughs> Whatever it is.
1: Right. I, if we could, it,
0: well, I'm not going. I'm not going to go. There.
1: You know what's interesting about this analogy, though, is that the box lies within you. You know the the person, the disgruntled wife or husband. That box is literally in you, but you don't use it. You never take the Febreze out. Never. And You just live with the stench.
0: Well, I think Febreze smells that like good anyway. I mean, let's use it's disgusting. Sure. <laughs> it's poison. <laughs>
1: it's <awful. laughs>
0: yeah. Terrible stuff. I just happened to see one and I just squirted it and I got to leave out of the room. It's terrible
1: stuff. Right. Exactly. Ah. It's terrible. Ah. All that poison. Phew. But, um, yeah, I mean I, I and I don't mind these discussions getting, you know, deep into real, you know, practices to help people come out of their situation and step into the light. What does that mean, the light? You know, like, you know, if you have a veil of darkness, you know, you're pulling that off and you step into the sun.
0: Well, light of course is the whole ball game.
1: Mhm. You know, Mm Hmm. Right, but I think I think the visual of it, you know, if you say "come into the light," it's like you know Jesus in the sky with a bright light, and it's like no, you just want to you know have some clarity.
0: Well, people have been saving you know, scientists have been arguing for years about what is the bright light you see when you're approaching death there's all sorts of reasons to support that one way or the other but none of them are really god but
1: oh well, why would you know uh, how does that help me today you know what i'm saying it's like what it's science again there's no edge
0: hey, listen were you expecting some buy in here <laughs> <laughs> well-
1: It's like, gosh dang, I just want to be happy today. I don't need the answer (laughs) to what the light is. (laughs) You know, it's a never-ending story. And it's like, no, I need results and I need them now.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: Right. Don't baffle me with bullshit.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, got that straight. (laughs) <laughs> right you know just
1: give me the answer <laughs> uh, and you know and sometimes people don't like it when they hear the answer they don't like it and but in the end you know like I, i've had uh i had a couple come to me as the last resort they were referred and they had been to like 12 different counselors and they're like you know you're our last hope merrily and when I heard their story, I'm like, it's over. There's no repair here. And it was like, huh? You're like, not-, <laughs> not expecting that at all. And, um, you know, I said, look, this is the only chance you have. And this is what you need to do. And you're going to follow these rules. And it was really hard because you have to unlearn the relationship. You, you have to take responsibility for yourself not to do the things you've always done and you have to unlearn the relationship, meaning that this is how the two of you dance around all the time and you're expecting it because you've been doing it like this. So you know the dance, you know how they're going to respond or react, you know, if you say certain things going to trigger them, you know, they're going to do things that bug you. So you have to unlearn all that, put it down and start changing your own method of operation in order to learn a new dance. Well, that's near impossible. Near impossible because two people don't grow at the same rate. And so while one person will make the commitment, they'll see that the other person is not taking it seriously, which only adds fuel to the fire. The other person resents it. You know, we agreed to do this and, you know, blah, 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 and you're still doing this. And so anyway, I ended up walking them through their divorce so that it was amicable, and um, you know, in the end, I mean, tears of gratitude. How you
0: do know, they feel just, about each other? I guess it was amicable. Yeah, it was, it was
1: amicable. Yes, and and you know, a lot of a lot of gratitude, a lot of a lot of thank yous, and um, and you know, just imagine just that little piece. If you are facing a divorce, right, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, whether you have a whole bit, a whole bunch of assets or you have nothing at all, you're broke in either case, how are you going to break free so so that you're not taken to the cleaners, you know, or you don't lose custody or that the children aren't impacted? How are you going to do this when you screwed it up, you screwed up your whole marriage Somehow or another, it takes two to tango, and it was messed up. So how do you think you're going to walk through your divorce successfully? You're not. And what you do is you rely on attorneys to handle it. Attorneys, like, they care? They don't care. Who's paying the bill? I'll get you to the end. You know, when I went through my divorce, oh, I was on to my attorney. She tried to stir it up in the end. She tried to stir it up and create fear within me to make me do certain things. And I just dropped her. And I never spoke to her again. It just wasn't necessary. You know, and that's invaluable. When you can leave the marriage with love the same way you walked into it, you know, you I mean, now... I mean, my ex is remarried and we celebrate holidays together and birthdays together and, you know, just, hey, I went on vacation. And I got pictures, come over and we're going to have a feast and the whole family gets together. I mean, it's very healthy. You know, but, but people everybody, look,
0: yeah, huh, yeah, but everybody's, sorry. everybody is, I think, doesn't uh, sound like there's anything being harbored there. It's all been aired out whatever whatever it was it's all gone away there's normal people having normal lives now
1: right um yeah i don't know about aired out it's a commitment it's a commitment to love no matter what
0: that's an energy problem we're back to physics again
1: Mm, yeah okay so that you know what say it
0: well, you've got to, if you, if you don't air it out, then you've got to expel energy to keep it in.
1: Okay. But how? How? For example, uh, let's say I'm triggered, right? If I have no self-control, then I'm going to let it out. I'm right then and there, I'm going to give somebody a piece of my mind. I'm going to stir it up and I'm going to destroy the relationship moving forward. And I destroy it for everyone. Okay, so that doesn't help. So what do I do? Go for a walk. Get out. Go for a walk. Be with your thoughts. Let breathe. Be with the energy of the universe. You know, you don't have to keep yourself confined there and then somehow or another defend yourself to the point where, you know, there's just no getting along. It's not necessary.
0: All right. Uh, We're at the end of the hour, by the way. Have you noticed?
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, we could talk and talk and talk. I mean, gosh dang. I mean, yesterday, John, John, I spoke for, what, the hour on the podcast. And then afterwards, what, another hour and a half? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, and then I wanted to talk about the trees today. I had such a magical day yesterday. And I said, oh, I have to tell you all about this stuff. And here's our hour is up. And I didn't say any of it.
0: Well, save it. Save it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say, well, yeah, yeah I'll save it. Yeah,
0: don't air it out. Save it. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in line with your penny. Yeah. That's
0: cool. That's yeah, good.
1: exactly. So, yeah. yeah that,
0: that. Well, I was, I was, that was, I mean, today for me to have those two things happen within within 12 minutes of each other, you know, I mean, that was great, Pretty interesting.
1: So, that, and that's what we're talking about with frequency. The frequency, it happens more frequent, faster and faster. And the more you can pick up on what it was you were thinking and they get confirmation from the universe, in some way, shape or form, you will get confirmation. It's never a warning, people. It's never a warning. The universe doesn't speak in warnings. The universe speaks in affirmation. It's love and only love. It's never both. I get this a lot you know people get start to go to the side they're reading signs and everything and it's all negative i said that's you that is you reading into it there's no such thing so that's my final thought for today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and i'm happy about that okay <laughs> <That's right. laughs> just go be love
0: nearly <laughs> i love you
1: I love you too. I love you too. And if you're listening, please go buy John's book because you're going to love it. It is Deals Danger Destiny. It's available on com. and um, you know, if you want to learn more about love, right? It's twofold. Go get the rules.
0: Well, go. the rules. Yeah, Get the get the game then.
1: That's right. Go That's for the right. game. Go for the game. Learn That's it all. That's on
0: Amazon. That's what, you're on Amazon, aren't you?
1: I am. I'm on Amazon, and yeah, I might be in Barnes and Noble. It's you know the whole book thing is, it's a monster in itself.
0: Well, type Meryl into into the into your browser. Mm. That'll that'll make your whole day when you count the pages about you.
1: About <laughs> <laughs> my <might> create frustration. <laughs> They're like, I just want the book. <laughs> yeah.
0: I gotta it's, go, kid. I love, I love you. you. See ya. Bye.
1: Bye.